under your butt. I'm quite surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Woe is us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to behave. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. Joey Clark. And welcome to it, folks. Another edition of the Joey Clark Radio Hour. We have Brandon in studio. What's going on, everybody? We have Fiance in studio. Howdy. And we have Seth Spotlow, Mr. Spotlow in here. And he didn't hit the microphone. He also has his adorable daughter. Hey, man. Rose. Hi, Rose. I'm Joey. Go say hi. Being really shy and bashful right now and playing with the microphone, which is completely fine. And uh, playing this song, because I've come out with this before. <laughs> come out with this before, Brandon. And uh, this is a version everybody knows, Tyrone Davis. I think it's 74, Turn Back the ta- Hands of Time. Oh, yeah. Turn back the hands of time. <laughs> well, my buddy, my roommate, Andrew... He ordered a Tyrone Davis vinyl that we couldn't find online at all. And it's the one we... It just was put up online. It's the Turning Point album. It's 1976. And I love when we find these. Yes, and I think Rose loves it, too. Or she loves the microphone. (laughs) She loves it, man. She's down for it. And uh, we have Turn Back at the Hands of Time, a version that's not often heard, 1976. And they slowed it down. They slowed it down some, which is, I just love this. So, You love alternate versions of songs. I do. I love finding new things. It's kind of new, but it's still familiar. I like covers. Slowed down. He talks a little bit on the front of it. karaoke song slow version <laughs> I don't hear you always thinking about you yeah oh that'd be awesome I, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. you know what would you to start all over mm-hmm. I wouldn't be wishing today on a four leaf clover and leaving would be the last thing on my mind if I could 
split. Yeah, no, it just, it, I like it better than the popular version. Yeah. The well-known version. So I just, you know, no particular reason. I just wanted to share that with you in the audience. Oh, okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. It's on YouTube now. Turning Point is the album, but it's Turn Back the Hands of Time 1976 version. So if you want to get yourself in the mood for whatever it is you're doing, maybe you got that heart. Hmm? Make yeah. a little rose. Make man. a little rose, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Well, maybe you're feeling the heartbreak. You wish you could turn back the hands of time. Oh. oh man, we've all been there. Come oh, on we have. Yeah. I was about to ask. Do you have that one, maybe two, maybe three, maybe four uh, people that uh, <laughs> that you like would you. turn back the hands of time for? Um, there, there's oh, a there's a there's a few, but I don't know because it was it sucked in the moment, but it kind of created the person that I am today. And without those experiences, sure. I wouldn't be who I am today, so I, so I appreciate him well, in the and, end. And I wouldn't say, I'm not looking for outright regret, but I, I'm, what I'm looking for is the story. Is the story, like, why is one particular person come to mind? Like, what went wrong, and why do you wish you could go back? You know, don't use any names. I'm putting you on the spot. Ooh. Don't use any names. Ooh. Okay. You don't have to use names. Okay. You're right, you're right, you're right. Um, It was high school, of course, you know. Mm. Which was, it was a good time, you know, it was 99, you know, ninth grade year. Yeah, everybody's was, getting jiggy with it. it ex exactly, you yeah. know, got the Will Smith going on. We had just came off the 90s, the high of the 90s, and you know, 90s were a confusing time in hip-hop. You know, you didn't know if you were in love half of the time. <laughs> right. It was all these sappy movies coming out that made you think love existed. Right, and, right. and that it could it be solved in like an hour. It, exactly, exactly. And you watched every one of them, didn't you? Most of them. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. <laughs> you know he did. Uh-huh. Yeah, but um, there was a particular young lady who I went to middle school with, and I worked up the courage to tell her I liked her. And like most relationships, it lasted maybe two months, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, which is standard for, for high school. For high school. Right. You know, but the way it ended was it was kind of on me because I didn't do the things that I did to get her at first. You know, the calling every night. The basically just being consistent, which is a lesson I oh, you got, I myself you had got to learn. Bored? You took her for granted? Somewhat, somewhat. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I, I can admit that. You know, high school yeah. was a new, new plateau, so it was a lot of th different things going on. The schoolwork, meeting new people, and stuff like that, and. I hate to admit it, but she kind of got lost in the shuffle. Oh, the eight. Oh, oh lost in the, lost in the, in the shuffle. shuffle. You counted to four. You should have counted to 52. Yeah, I'm about to say, I'm put on some Elvin Bishop, fooled around and fell in love. <laughs> How about you, a fiance? No, you don't. No. No. No, it's... <clears throat> I, I have Hi, been through a lot of... Uh, Crappy relationships. Yeah. And so you're happy to be so with the I, one and only Emily Hayes. Exactly. Yeah. And and I'm I'm not just saying that because she's listening right now. Right. <laughs> no, it's no, like it's, it's the God's honest truth. I I there there have been times in my life where I can imagine going back there and wanting to experience no. that kind of yeah. thing again. And by the way, folks, the background noise is Rose trying to puncture the microphone with a pen. <laughs> hey Rose. Say hi. So there are points in your life you wish you could go back. Yeah, just like to there there are memories that I have that mm. I that I enjoy, but there's not there I wouldn't change anything that I've been through. I'm I'm about the same way where I it's not really like romantic relationships, like I'm not trying to turn back the hands of time by any means. Mm -hmm. uh, like it's more if you could. 
would you use that power? Like, there's this movie. I don't know if you know this movie, Brandon, but it's kind of a romantic comedy. <laughs> Rachel McAdams in it. Time Traveler's Wife. No, it's called About Time. Nope, never seen it. And the premise is all the men in this particular family have the ability, once they reach, I think, 18 or 21, one of the two, uh, that they can go back in time to any point. All they have to do is to go to like a dark place, like a closet or something, hold their fists together on their side, and imagine the time they want to go back to, and they can pop right back to that time with their same consciousness. Oh, now that is cool. Yeah, yeah, that's Ashton Kutcher did that too, didn't he? He did. Yes, yeah. butterfly, the butterfly effect. effect. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, but it probably wasn't as sweet as this movie. Oh, it was so sweet. She totally did not get her head blown off. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's or any good she movie. Did. I think she goes nuts in one of them, right? Yeah. Well, and it makes me think how much that movie kind of brings up how much randomness is in. Like first meetings and these sort of things. Like he meets her the first time, they hit it off, and then he loses the number. So he goes back in time just a day or two, does all over again. She can't stand him. And then he has to like do several attempts to get back into her good graces. And uh, I think it's a power that's way too much. It's a power that's way too much. And it makes me, having lost a parent, that movie makes me cry. Yeah. Yeah, because the dad can only go so far back but then he's running out of time so they like kind of in limbo and time travel limbo play ping pong together and he's like you know this is the last game right and i'm like oh no Mm. like i've lost my dad but no it just makes me so sad i I hate those sad moments in movies you know where you where you know it's it's coming to an end and a friend of mine uh told me this at work because he's like one of his uh, saddest ending movies is uh, Titanic. Yeah. Because he, he's like, you know what? She knows she had room for him on, on that door. what I was about to say. Rose is being selfish. And I'm like, eh. he was up to like, Leo didn't have to drown? He I'm didn't. like, I'm like, yeah, I guess so. No, and I, I that movie was a milestone for me. It was the first uh, naked woman I saw. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it was oh, not bad. Not yeah. bad. I was young when that movie came out, so that was like, I didn't really know what to feel because I'm a little boy. You're like you see I knew that exactly what to feel. <laughs> well, the I, rewind and fast forward button. Well, I was definitely interested. Oh, I yeah. was definitely. I, I think I saw uh, a gay guy post the other day on the Book of Faces. Like you know, you're gay when you are like your favorite like characters or in Disney movies are like Mowgli. <laughs> and it's like, okay. See, I didn't I wasn't like warmed to Mowgli's form or anything like that. I was interested in like, okay, you know, I, I like Kate Winslet and Titanic. Oh yeah. But still it's like you know, you're five years old, you don't know what to do with that. Well of but, course not. But yeah, she's being selfish in that movie. Just, just freeze just, to death. Like like, oh, it's okay. I can just lay on this door. I'm like, you couldn't just sit up and you know we see, both sit on the door come see, on i actually don't find looking back at that movie i made all this money it's very well done for the time special effects i i don't like that movie that much i think it's too long i don't think the tragic moments are that cathartic and though i think it i i know how i can fix the movie because you know what's the soundtrack again it's uh celine dion. it's celine dion right 
Right. I, I don't want it to be Celine Dion anymore. And I think <laughs> I have the song that could actually fix that movie for me. And, and what's that song? <laughs> well, you know how it's like Jack, he's like the guy you know, living on the lower decks, and he's poor, and he kind of, doesn't he like sneak onto the ship where he barely gets on? And, you know, she's this like... High class. High class, high society, all the money, all the jewels, putting, fitting herself in the corset. So it's like, what you need to do to fix the movie instead of, near forever. Well, it's it's kind of like the current royals that we have now. You know, uh, you know, she comes from being on a USA Network show. Yeah, Megan, Megan, Megan Markle. Yeah, Yeah. and she meets a prince, right? An actual prince, and that's an amazing story. But there's that first scene in like Titanic where he looks up and sees Rose, Jack sees Rose on the balcony, and instead of it being like the thematic symphony music, symphonic music, it should kick into this. I think you could fix Titanic and make it more interesting with 80s Billy Joel. I think you could do it. I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't think I've been, I've, I've lasted long enough to even watch past like the first 15 minutes of the yeah. movie. I can see. Like uh, no, seriously. Like you're, I'm trying to see if I can remember the scene that you're talking about. The the new well, scene. that's about the first 15 and, minutes. <laughs> and I, I I don't remember it. <laughs> Did you oh, fall asleep man. on it that quickly? I probably. <laughs> the best part was when the boat sank and the dude fell and he hit the prop. And he flipped a whole bunch more. You remember that? Uh, no. <laughs> the bad guy? The, the, the bow, yeah. Well, he hit the when, bow of yeah, the boat. He, yeah, he hits some part of the boat and he just flips a whole bunch. And you, mm-hmm. and you heard it too because it was like, doom. Well, no, but it does bring up the question in this day of equity, especially between the genders, like lifeboat situation. Women and children first. Women and children first. Like, hey, what is this? I thought we were getting paid the same. <laughs> we're all doing the same jobs. No, you don't get the lifeboat first if everything else is equal. Chivalry is dead. No. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's, I don't think that chivalry is dead, but but if we you fair. me too. No, no, the th- <laughs> no, no, no. But look, but look. The thing is, I think the double standard it sucks until it works for women. Oh yeah, and no, and I'm not being serious. Like I, more totally than happy. Like women and kids, you know what I'm saying? Well, no, and if I was in that situation, I'd be like, I'm going down with the ship. Yeah. A noble, no, 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 now would you? Now would you be like the band in there? You know, play while the <laughs> yeah. ship is going. No, no, no. Can you imagine? Absolutely. Can not. you seriously imagine that ship? You know how it cracks in half or whatever. Yeah. Or like when it rises up and like everybody's falling to like. No. <laughs> And seriously, Billy Joel, 80s Joel, honest man, I think. Yeah, I, I, I could see that in a Deadpool movie. Yeah. I could see that in Deadpool. Well, that's how I think. That's one of my favorite movies. Him throwing on Billy Joel and then just going into a room full of bad guys and just taking out guns and just shooting everybody <laughs> while Uptown Girl is playing. No, I think it, it just would, it would make everything better. Um you know, it's funny. Some of those blockbuster movies, you say, fiance, that uh, you can't make it through it. Right. Like, I, for instance, love Lord of the Rings. My brother and I did a whole show on the Lord of the Rings. So it's this incredible modern myth. It's okay, Rose. You can hit the microphone if you like. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, let, let them know you're here. And, Rose, we weren't talking about you earlier. We were talking about Kate Winslet. <laughs> Rose. Hey, Rose. Say hi, quick. 
No, this is how Gimli treats me at home sometimes, too. <laughs> uh, but, but see, Lord of the Rings, too, to think yeah. about that, that was two and a half hours. But I love those movies. Movie. And they made so much money. Per movie. Yeah, no, so Burma. Oh, long. the extended edition on DVD, I think Return of the King's like five hours. Oh my God. But I love it. I love I actually did the Bluetooth headphones hooked up to the Xbox because the I had friends in the other room doing something. So it's like <laughs> <laughs> all right. And I was like, well, no, when they came out, I said, you know, I put on the headphones so I wouldn't disturb y'all. They're like, Oh, we, we weren't gonna be disturbed. I'm like, well then they were earmuffs. Um, <laughs> and so I love these movies, but I know like several people that like my aunt and uncle they walked out of the fellowship of the ring within 30 minutes like well, give it a chance well, 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 oh, the beginning one too well well the th the thing is you're not prepared see tell me before i go and pay my money for the movie that it's two and a half hours long sure. let, let me decide that see i would rather watch that at home that's why i keep trying to tell most of the people i work with that in three years I don't think people are going to be going to theaters like that. New movies are going to come out, and they're going to be streamed mm. to your home. Now, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, really popular things that everybody supposedly likes that I just don't like. Uh, popular music? Yeah, a lot of popular music. Well... I don't know. I do like This Is America. The new Childish Gambino track. Well, yeah. yeah. I do. Well, when I say popular music, it's, I, I talk about stuff like, I don't know, Maroon 5, new Maroon 5 I stuff. only like the song, their first album, Songs, Songs by, by Jane. Jane. Well, it was a classic, of course. That was a great album. That album is straight about making babies. <laughs> and now we have a toddler in the studio. I'm trying to watch my language. It's not only the FCC. It's a two-year-old that's controlling well, my... Well, well at, at the same Sunday morning was not... About making yes, it. Yes, it was. No, uh, what yes, do you think they were was. doing Saturday night? Sunday morning, rain has fallen. <laughs> that if somebody, by the way, asked me off air, what is liberty to you? It's like me making slow, ponderous love on a Sunday morning as the rain comes down. <laughs> That's liberty to me. Dude, you sound like the beginning of an IFC movie. Or like Ron Swanson. I've had Swansonisms coming to my mind. Like for some reason, but uh, no, I don't. Have you checked out any of the new Jay Z, Beyonce? Stuff? Yeah, I, I, I listen to it. What it is? It's basically adult hip hop now. Okay. Yeah, like it's it's hip hop, but it's hip hop for an older crowd. See, for some reason, the whole aesthetic they chose was the videos. Like I've, I've seen, it. I have title, like you know, and I've I look at it and I go, I'm not going to click on it. Like it seems like too. It's unfair home court advantage. Like, they have their own streaming service. Like, here's all our videos right here in front of you. We're going to take advantage of it because we own it. Well, 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 you know what? It was an enterprising idea. I don't know why other artists haven't thought of something like that. I agree. Like, let me, st let me start my own streaming service and release my content. I, I, I salute Jay-Z for title and i mean i know they've had some controversy with like streaming <laughs> services like the numbers there's people or artists saying it's been rigged but i mean jay-z like uh 444 or 444 whatever people are calling it yeah like so much of the message of that album is i wish when i was younger i didn't waste my money on showy stuff and showing off to people i wish i had put my money into buildings i wish i What's, what's the line? What's better than one black billionaire, too? Exactly. It's and invest, build a legacy for the and, future. And another thing he talked about in there, he was like, you know, why, why die for the block that you and your mama rent a house on? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you know, and it and it just makes it makes sense. He's grown up, and so I don't know, but I still. I'm trying to think of something everybody loves that I can't. Can you think of anything, Beyonce? I mean, I'm at a loss. At a I, loss. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Well, well, apparently everybody in America <laughs> loves Trump, don't they? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> I mean, I think. Well, we were going over this earlier today. If you're a Republican, ninety percent now support Trump. That's and that is a big thing. You think, oh, of course, Republicans want a Republican president. When he first started. There are a lot of Republicans who did not like that guy. And now well, that it's at 90%, it's his party. But 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 do you want me to tell you why? Hmm. Because a lot of the policies that he's enacted lately seem to help them. Yeah, well, it helps me. The tax cuts help me. You know, I, yeah. I was I was listening earlier, and Terrorist there was uh, a commercial talking about somebody, a, a politician, voting in stuff to benefit their family's business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I mean, how hard is it going to be to find somebody who won't do that? Well, that's... <laughs> I can't imagine, I mean, if I had the power, and if, unless it was completely against my core beliefs, why would you not do that? It, exactly, and see, we talked about this a uh, few shows back about absolute power corrupts absolutely mm-hmm. because any any politician in power your mayor your local councilman of course they're going to kick back to their family all of them if you if they did their research right. they would find that all of them do it right. and have been doing it well and trump and that was just republicans 90% love him now yeah uh democrats obviously just hate the guy and i think some of it's policy obviously there's just a simple disagreement over policy I think that's fair. And like, and, if you have a different worldview, yeah. But I, I think most of it is a president that tweets more than he actually talks and, to the press. And you see, here's people have pushed me because I've been honest. Like when I saw Trump win early in the morning over Hillary Clinton, I laughed. I went, "Ha ha! The crazy SOB did it!" And then I went, "Oh no." crazy SOB did it. <laughs> I really was laughing and crying at the same time going, oh no, what have we gotten ourselves into? I will say thus far, and what pushed me over the edge is this North Korea thing. I would classify Trump not as like from heaven sent, and I wouldn't say he's Hitler or the devil by any means. I'm not that going to be that extreme. Mm-hmm. I think Trump for now in my mind is a chaotic good. That he's shaking things up. I, and the one thing I do love about him, policy-wise, is the North Korea thing. If you could bring peace to the Korean Peninsula, denuclearize it, that's a major accomplishment. I don't care what you believe, libertarian, left, right, whatever. That's a major thing if that gets done. But, <laughs> hey, Rose. <laughs> She's looking at the Emily's birthday red balls up there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go, guys. Okay. Right, we tried, Seth. Yeah, we tried. It was cool. Say bye-bye. Bye, bye Rose. Bye-bye, bye. Rose. Say bye. You better say bye. Bye-bye. Say bye. Bye-bye. She gets you doing the way. She's wave. waving, right. though. Say bye, everybody. Say bye, Joey. <laughs> Goodbye, Rose. But okay, but um so how how do you feel about Trump uh, separating children from their families oh, when I don't they try like to come over? I, I don't like it. I get why it's being done, but I don't like it. I mean, it was done by Bush and Obama, and the reason is, especially if somebody first time somebody crosses, and this is what Trump changed under Jeff Sessions, is a misdemeanor. And there was a policy of okay, we catch you that first time. Bye bye bye, Rose. She's so adorable, losing my train of thought. 
But if you catch somebody the first time, it's a misdemeanor. Obama had a policy of catch and release or just send people right back across. You cross the second time, it's a felony. And Obama was prosecuting those. Bush was. And Trump changed it to where on the first time, we prosecute you. And so what happens is children are not allowed to go with U.S. Marshals when their parents are arrested. The children are sent to the images of like the what look like tinfoil, the thermal blankets and the... Uh, do, you, do, do, do you want me to tell you, tell you what that reminds me of? Mm, Same thing we did to the Japanese during, during Pearl Harbor and stuff like that. Well, I'm glad you brought up that example and not the more extreme one of oh, like, no. Hitler. No, I, Some no. people were throwing that out going, really guys? No. no. But, uh, but that, that image, those are temporary holding centers like okay the parents are arrested they're being held somewhere else the kids are put in this temporary holding center i think that one that's made the news is in texas then they're sent to hhs um and child protective services and it's a weird looking facility guys like you go in there and it it looks like it's uh kind of a bare bones school their own rooms, few beds in each room. They have a big cafeteria. And on the wall in the cafeteria is like a mural of Trump with some quote, a mural of Obama with some quote, a mural of JFK. And like, and so they're holding these kids while the parents are being processed. Obviously, from the backlash, Trump did that executive order and changed. But it's, um, with immigration, I generally think it's a mess. I well, honestly, immigration policy has always been a mess to me. Yeah, here's would be with our current system. This isn't like libertarian 101 because there's even disagreement with them. This is just Joey talking. Here's the system we have. Here's what I would do, and this is how I would advise Democrats in particular: secure the border. I don't think it has to necessarily be a multi-billion-dollar wall. Whatever. We're wasting billions of dollars. The debt-to-GDP ratio is at its highest ever. That's never going to be a problem. Just talking here, though. Secure the border. Give him his damn wall if he wants it as a symbol. And have big doors in that wall where people can come in legally. The only thing that happens when you go to those doors legally, health check. Because, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And if you are sick, we'll help you. Yeah. Security check. Like, did you commit crimes where you came from? Are you a terrorist? Whatever, to the best of your ability. And then, okay, you pass the security check, you pass the health check, come on in. Well, well, I Doesn't find- mean you're a citizen, doesn't mean you can vote or get welfare immediately. But if you want to come here and work, buy property, contribute, then go through a process of naturalization, that's but, what I would do at the border. And see, I would argue no limit on legal migration and immigration, but make it legal. But see, I, I find it weird... Because a lot of people forget that the first Puritans that came over here were all cast-offs from England. It was a, it was a mix. Some were Puritans who were... This is so crazy to me. And this is this country. Some were these uber-religious, you're right, like Puritan folks who didn't think the British crown had gone far enough in their Anglicanism or whatever their new Protestant uh, revolution and reformation. So they come to the U.S. Because they're, I mean, they're just crazy how religious they are. The other people that come here, along with the religious Puritans, are criminals. (laughs) So the United States is a mix of, like, this criminal element 
and literal prison colonies, uh, and then the ultra-religious, and then you still had the big landowning, like the charters from the crown. Um, and I think that really well, if you think about all the divides in American history, hmm. that really does sum up what happened. And then, of course, you add in the slave trade. Of course. And you add in what happens in the Native Americans. Um, it kind of defines our politics still to this day. Like, how who comes over? And I tend to be more, and I think it's probably because I'm ancestors, my ancestors for this, of the criminal element. I'm not out there committing crimes every day. That's who I relate to more. Like, live free, have some fun, you know, do whatever you want, don't hurt anybody. I swear to God, you sound like Hyde from that 70s show. Yeah, I, that's me. I personally believe, or I feel like your idea of immigration is, is similar to mine. Yeah. That I mean, that's and that's only my way of like you you put my idea in my head to words is what i'm trying to say yeah i i don't i don't understand why it's such a big deal to 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 keep people out i mean what 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 like like the 30s and 40s we didn't you know oh we uh, uh, well, there was a lot of the first immigration laws well and this explains a lot is a chinaman law in the late 1800s yeah like they're taking jobs from the unions, keep the Chinamen out. Um, then there is a crackdown um, in the 1900s uh, because there are a lot of people coming from Europe. There is like in the 30s, um, as like Nazi Germany's rising, FDR turns away Jewish refugees. Right. Um, I I think a country. Here's my point of view. Okay. Is a country does have sovereignty. Every country on earth practices how many people we're going to let in. My values inform me that as long as somebody's coming here for peaceful purposes and can take care of themselves, doesn't mean you're going to immediately become a citizen. doesn't mean you can hop on the welfare rolls. But it does mean if you have the means to get here and you want to contribute... Come on in. Exactly. Okay. That's my point okay. of view. I, I understand that. I understand that. And I wish the argument was more over how generous are we going to be with legal immigration. And my opening bid is no limit. Do you have the means to do it? Some people might say, no, we'll let two million people in a year, whatever. I wish that was the argument. Instead of this fake, it's fake. I'm a libertarian. I talk to anarchists online. The Democrats acting like there are these open borders, folks. It's a joke. No, you're not. Look, Obama deported more people than Trump. Like, give me a break. And that's where I get on the issue. It breaks my heart that all this stuff's happening. Like, I think of the story of the people traveling across Central America just to find a better life. And I'm like, that, if I'm in that situation, I do it too. Exactly, exactly. But I just, the politics of it kind of drive me nuts. It, but we, we, we do well, have well, to hit a break. It's, 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 oh, okay. We got to hit a break. Uh, we get going here. Rose has got me all out of sorts because she's so adorable. <laughs> Agency. Yeah, we, I told you she looks like Boo. She does. <laughs> Monsters Inc. And before we hit the break, I have to tell folks about Eddie Bader with the Goodson Group. Oh yeah, a good friend. It's not just I have to; I want to. Eddie's a great guy. Had a slice of pizza, slice of za with him several times. He's a pizza fiend. You'll learn really? that about him. He never takes time for himself. I don't know when that guy takes a break. 
Like he tells me to take a vacation. He's always ready. 322-0662. Hey, this is Eddie. And he always will make time for the client. He's not going to immediately run you up to your max price point, say, I'm willing to spend 300 grand on a home, Eddie, or finance a 300 grand home. He's not immediately going to run out and find 300 grand homes or, oh, this one's 350, but I think we can get them down. He's going to give you the 300 grand home. He's also going to give you the 100 grand, the 150. He has the experience. He changed his life. He was working in a factory. He changed his life saving money, bought properties, rented them out as rental investments, now owns a few, became a real estate agent, and he wants to take what he did for his own life and help out other folks. Or just help out folks like me. I'm thinking about buying my first home. I was a little scared. I let my ignorance scare me. He said, no, Joey, here's the prepaid things you did. You'd be ready for like an appraisal and a home inspection, these costs up front. Here's different ways you can get different mortgages and other plans. He really walks you through the process, and he's a great down-to-earth guy. So give Eddie Bader with the Goodson Group a call, 322-0662. That is directly to him. I think it's his cell phone, 322-0662, Eddie Bader with the Goodson Group. Coming back, I guess we'll just keep talking here. Exactly, 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 man. Who knows? Talking about rescore and Titanic to Billy Joel's Uptown Girl and then the politics of immigration. Good God. Wow. Oh, we'll be God. back. Joey Clark. Please, please let me come back home. Your love has been so good to me, baby. And I just realized without it I can't go on Cause for you the other half That makes my life complete If I had one more chance Joey Clark and hitting me with some more soul I did not know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mary J. Blige redid this. Patrice Russian. Remind me. Remind me, yes. And the lyrics are going to be, I can recall a certain magic in your eyes. I'm under your spell each time that you appear. A kiss so passionate has me mesmerized. girl sings that to you or says that to you, you either go yes, 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 yes or you run. (laughs) You turn into Iron Man and run to the hills. Oh yeah. It's weird how love works that way. It is. It's like if somebody comes on to you and you're not feeling it, it's scary. Yep. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, baby. But but I I think it's harder for people to kind of say that now, which I think that's where technology comes in now because it is divisive, but it gives you an easy out. Like, yeah. Like, like, you know what? I want to break up with this girl. Let me just do it over Facebook. I say you got to just do it. Well, I mean, eventually if somebody doesn't accept no for an answer, you just got to ghost them. But just be a, 
Be a man isn't even a word. Yeah, I guess for I say, us in this room, it, be a man. It, but it, it, it's, like, not, it's not even be a man anymore because, I mean, text, uh, Facebook Messenger, IP, DM, uh, Instagram Messenger. I mean, it's so many yeah. different ways to break up with somebody now. Yeah, but I'm, face-to-face is always better, in my opinion. Unless, and, and by the way, Clint called off air. He's talking about uh, newly legal immigrants who went through the very expensive process. They hate the idea of amnesty for illegal immigrants. I am like, okay, let's, the so-called dreamers were brought here as kids. They've lived here their whole life. Yeah, let's figure out something for them. And largely, I don't want the government involved in mostly anything other than stopping like bodily harm and theft of property. It's about what I want my government to do. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, but, but people pay the government for what? Peace of mind. Oh, yeah. Or so, that's, so that's why the government has control their of a culture lot of stuff. Or make sure they have economic advantages. It becomes this long list of grievances. If you just keep it to don't hurt people and don't take their stuff. That's <laughs> I like that philosophy. Don't it's, hurt it's, people. Don't it, take their stuff. It's too simplistic and it's too broad. But no, I, but that's that's the starting point. That's not a legal code, obviously. I, I agree. The best way to break up with somebody is face to face. Face to face. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but come come on. But that, like I said, technology is the way it's come along. You really don't even have to. Okay. Okay. I tell you what. Okay. You say face to face, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so what if I get a camera on top of this computer and just break up with a girl that way? <sighs> it's technically face-to-face. Technically and technologically for the bit face-to-face. But no, I mean, you gotta, you got to... You cannot read somebody's body language even mm-hmm. through a camera as well as you can when they're standing in front of you. Because you're not going to have a whole body camera so, on them. So, so the way they point you their might toes, miss out on like breakup the, sex. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is my thing. You, you guys must have not had any but, bad breakups. But by the way, I love how you went. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just throwing that out. Bad break. I, bad breakups. I have not. Okay, I, I, we can't even begin to get into the breakups that I have gone through mm. in my entire life. We I, literally I, can't get into. Literally it. cannot. I, 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 I FCC mean, would forbid because yeah. because if you had a female that wanted to do you bodily harm you wouldn't want to be in oh, the wait, same room she, with her well did you see the story we brought up earlier today uh-uh well 19 year old girl i think name well let's just call her miss mears like psycho harpy miss mears but she shows up at her ex-boyfriend's place he lets her in she's wielding a machete it's, she it's, holds him at machete point, and it's a big machete, and he's not going to try to you know struggle to get the thing away from her because who the hell knows what happens then? Exactly. So, and she is demanding, I either take you out with this machete, terrible way to go, or have sex with me. Get on the bed, take your clothes off, you're going to have sex with me. And apparently, the guy said when she took off her pants, he became aroused. Like, what in the world is going on there? What? What is happening? And then when after they, it, everything came to fruition, so to speak. Okay. Uh, he was trying to get her to leave, and she like bit him and said, "No, I'm never leaving." And that has been the question of like, can a woman rape a man? And in that situation, she's not being charged with it. I think that's rape. I, I can't really. S- 
You know what I mean? And this is a real story. A 19-year-old. I, I can't really say yay or nay because... Yeah, that's that's rape. <laughs> I, I'd consider that rape. If a guy did that to the girl, it would be uh, clearly uh, rape. Yeah. But, but see, we go back to the double standard Well, thing. people always think that because a man has to be aroused that he has to like it right. to be aroused. That, that's not... I. I can't speak from experience, but I can say that's, I mean, with it, it, stuff like that, you can't. That was the craziest story of the day. Yeah. That, of the that is crazy. I, I mean, I have had to call the cops mm. to get out of a situation while breaking up with a, a girl. You, do, do you see? But had you had your, your, your iPhone on you or something, hey, I don't think this is going to work out. Video message. Done. Well, but you're Done. just you're just it's, putting it out there, Brandon. You're Mr. FaceTime. You're yeah. Mr. Skype. No, I'm I'm just saying it makes things easier. I didn't say I used it at all. Oh, ah. so you're willing to risk bodily harm? Yes. That's a man, ladies and gentlemen. That's a man. <laughs> well, well, I, I got I mean, two men in here. Oh, oh, of course, of course. I mean, because you have to take some type of responsibility. You know, you got into a physical relationship or any type of relationship with this woman. So, I mean, yeah, she deserves to be let down the right way. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's just... I'm still stuck on the machete thing. Man, machete point? I mean, is that a thing? Yeah. Holding somebody... That's almost scarier than a gun. I know the gun could clearly kill you, but it's like, okay, just don't pull that trigger. It's like, what are you going to do with that machete? Exactly. Just don't swing too hard or something, I mean. Because that can go through bone. I can imagine risking my life to, like, uh, try to knock a gun out of somebody's hand, but, like, there is just too much blade on a machete. Like, yeah, exactly. That's because, like, I mean, a gunshot wound is could be fatal, but, right. you know, getting cut is just painful. painful. I, and, and you know what? That, that's why I say, to me, that's why uh, back in the day they used to say, you know, don't mess with older guys because they'll cut you, and that's worse than shooting. Mm-hmm. You know, because you really... People don't know how much force it takes to stab somebody. I think you really have to hate somebody to do something like and that. You're making me think of like a distinction between older warfare and modern warfare. And I think it does to the point like, you know, old folks would knife you, cut you before they'd shoot you. Oh, yeah. I think it does take a little more courage to go and like, you're going to be as close as we are in the studio and you're going into hand-to-hand combat. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's that, a lot different than shooting somebody from a mile away or a couple hundred yards away. And not only that, you know, I'm going to call your name and get your attention and let you know I'm coming. I'm not going to sneak up behind your back. And, it's a no. different thing. Hey, Joey, I'm coming for you. You know, and we're going. Well, and it's it goes back to all these categories, and it, I'm trying to wrap this in a bow. Like when people ask me my opinion about the president or this or that party, I used to fall into that thing like, we're on the side of the good, they're on the side of the bad, or at least the, the stupid and misinformed. And I'm like, no, the older I get, whether it's like stereotypes about men and women. Like, can a woman rape a man? I think with a machete, it just happened. <laughs> yes. It's not a hypothetical anymore. Like, there is, there's good and evil to almost every person. And you're always having that battle with it. 
And some people let the evil take over. That's for damn sure. And then on a systematic level, there's sometimes that, like, there's some story, I think Glenn Beck told it, where he met W in the Oval Office. And Beck was, you know, spewing stuff to him, talking about this or that policy. And apparently he said Bush kind of pushed back and, like, with his head down, looked defeated, saying, you don't realize how much, how little power I have. It's like, whoa. And I think what he means by that is the whole deep state idea, but also how much a system can corrupt you and how much power can corrupt you. And, and, and we and we talked about this on one of our previous shows, how a lot of politicians get enticed by power. Oh, yeah. You know. Of course. And I think that's... Well, my good friend Larry Reed, uh, who's the president of that place who held the conference. Yeah. He says not only that power corrupts, power attracts the already corrupted. And and not only that, and it's just basic human instinct. You know, p- people with power usually have what money, women. Yeah, and when you well, involve, there's more opportunity. Yeah, and when you involve those things, it's like well, oh. it's in our ge- uh, genetic code. Apparently, scientists have been able to track back. You know, doing the human genome project, that there's this one time period where the human race was in real trouble because it was all men. And just a few men who had killed everybody else and who had set up political systems or whatever type of systems to ensure their offspring got all the women and made all the babies. That almost everybody has this same cluster that goes back to this particular time period where a few men dominated the earth. And it's... um, it's tough to wrestle with these ideas because everybody wants to say, oh, we're so progressive now. Even conservatives want to think we're so enlightened now. and we, well, We're so ahead of the times. Of the time. We're modern people. <laughs> and those things are still there. We still play, like, violent video games and watch movies oh. with violence. And all Wait a minute. Don't, don't you play uh, Modern Warfare, fiance? No, no. Uh-uh. What? You don't play Call of Duty? No. You play <sighs> games? Not really. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll binge on a game. My brother got the Nintendo Switch. We binged on Zelda Breath of the Wild. And we beat it, and it was a lot of fun. We got the Mario Odyssey. I played the hell out of that. I went on a kick where I was playing Civilization, the brand new PC oh. Civilization. And, you know, I love to think of myself as not a bigoted person. I would never other somebody else or marginalize somebody else. But when the game tells you that to win, you have to take cities of another religion, and I'm sitting here setting up a great Catholic empire (laughs) on the Iberian Peninsula, and I'm like, wait, are those Muslims setting up a city called Fez? This is my peninsula. I get a little murderous. Exactly, exactly. I will dabble with Guitar Hero nowadays. But you give me an N64 with Star Fox 64 and you let me conquer the galaxy. Yes. Or 007. Nope. Uh-uh. What? You no. didn't go through chopping people? You didn't like people? Goldeneye? No. You, you weren't chopping people? Mm-mm. With Odd Job, he's real short. He's got that <laughs> advantage because he's got to aim down. Exactly. Because yeah. you crouched uh. the whole time just chopping people. Well, we're out of time, guys. All right, man. This has been fun. Man. This has been fun. It's a little bit of, like, I think it's been a chaotic good show, much like the president. Right. Of course. Yeah. And his policies. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be back tomorrow night.